Hey, welcome into TCAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This podcast, we talk about sports events, topics, and players. Come follow our Facebook and Instagram page. Facebook is TCAM's Sports Podcast, and the Instagram page is TCAM underscore sports underscore podcast. Shows will be posted when they go live, and even some bonus episodes will be posted during the week. Normal episodes are posted Fridays at 5. Comment your thoughts on the shows. Leave some topics you would like for me to discuss on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Now on to the episode. Welcome to NCAA March Madness preview episode. We will talk about round one in this episode. But first, I want to explain to the listeners who have not heard what is going to be happening this week and why this is an early episode. So this is episode one of this week. This is going to be posted today. We will talk about the first two rounds of March Madness, Thursday and Friday. Episode two is our normal Friday episode. In that episode, it will be about MLB, maybe a little bit NFL, maybe some MLS. Just something a little bit different from March Madness since we got all this craziness going on right now. And everybody's excited about March Madness. Sports Talk Saturday with Matt DeLong is episode three. It'll be the coverage of the first round and a preview into round two. And then episode four, which might be posted Sunday night, most likely Monday, just due because of round two of March Madness leading through Sunday. So, with that being said, welcome into preview of round one and round two. There are some crazy games. This is an exciting week. March Madness is here. Everybody loves March Madness, man. March Madness is one of a kind. It's special. It's what makes NCAA basketball. It's what we love about the game. There's a lot of good matchups coming up. West Virginia Versus Maryland is the first one I want to talk about. It is the first game of March Madness. This will be Thursday, 12-15 on CBS. Now, Maryland is about an even competitor with us. They are the number 8 seed. We are the number 9 seed. It's about a 50-50% chance between both teams. West Virginia has a very, very good chance of winning this game. West Virginia does very, very well with teams outside their conference. You know, there have been multiple teams that we have seen. And in the Big 12, we don't play as well. So I will add the stats between the two teams. Maryland, opponent point per game is 63.2 points. Against top 25 opponents, they are 5-4. and four. Their BPI rank is 20th. Their conference, they are 11-9. and nine. And points per game, they average 70.4. Their notable wins, they beat Purdue once. They also lost to Purdue. They beat Indiana once, they beat Miami by 18, they beat Illinois by 5, and they beat Northwestern by 16. West Virginia, allowed points per game is 71 flat versus top 25 opponents. We are 4-8. and eight. Our BPI rank is 23rd in the conference. We are 7-11, but we average 6.3 points more than Maryland at 76.3 points. Our notable wins this year, Iowa State, we won twice. Kansas State, won once. TCU, won once. Pitt, we won by 25. West Virginia plays very effectively 
against teams outside their conference. Now, it does sound terrible, you know, having a top 25 record with 4-8, and eight, but most of our conference is in the top 25. You got Kansas, TCU, Kansas State, Texas. I mean, those two teams in Texas and Kansas are top five in the country. They are some really special teams. Inside the Big Ten, more, you got some decent teams. You got Purdue, Penn State, who, who's played great. They played great in that Big, Big Ten tournament. Made it to the championship game. Almost beat Purdue. They lost by two points. Penn State is going to be a really tough team. But Maryland does play in a pretty good conference. But West Virginia, I think, plays in the better conference. And I think because West Virginia's experience against better opponents will help them if they're playing their game. If they play the way they play Kansas, they are going to be a hard team to beat. And Maryland is going to have some fusses with them, I believe. Another good game to watch out for is going to be this Utah State and Missouri game. This game will be held on TNT Thursday at 1.40 p.m. Both teams played really well in their conference tournament, so I read the stats for both teams. Opponent point per game allowed. Missouri allows 74.6 points per game versus top 25 teams. They are 6-4. and four. BPI ranking is 59th. In conference, they are 11 and 7, and they average 79.5 points per game. Missouri's best wins are Tennessee, they beat them twice. Iowa State, they won once. Kentucky, they won by 14, and they beat Illinois by 22. For Utah State, points allowed per game, 69.7. Against top 25 teams, they are 0 2. Their BPI rank, however, is 42nd in the country. In conference, they are 13 and 5, and points per game, they average 78.6. Notable wins, they beat Boise State twice. They beat Nevada once. They beat Oral Roberts by 10. And New Mexico, they won twice. Now, they haven't played inferior opponents. But I've seen crazier things in March Madness. They will have a chance. Missouri, however, did play well in the SEC tournament. But Utah State did too. So we will see what they are going to do. We'll see maybe if an inferior opponent could take out a team like Missouri. That definitely could be an interesting matchup for day one. A couple other good games going on that Thursday. At 4.30 on TBS, Illinois and Arkansas. Now this could be a really, really interesting matchup. Arkansas is 20-13, and 13, Illinois is 20-12. and 12. These teams are about even. And when I mean about even, outside of some stats... They are almost identical in opponent point per game. They both average 67. Arkansas is a little bit worse at 67.4, though. Versus top 25, Illinois has the advantage. They are 5-4. Arkansas is 2-8 in BPI ranking. However, Arkansas is number 14th in the country in BPI ranking, while Illinois is 30th. In conference, Arkansas is 8-10. Illinois is 11-9. And points per game, almost identical. Illinois has it by .3 with 74.7. Notable wins for Arkansas. They beat San Diego State by 4. They won one game against Kentucky. They beat Texas A&M once. And they beat Missouri once. Notable wins by Illinois. They beat UCLA by 9. They beat Texas by 7. They beat Michigan State by 9. They beat Northwestern in the game, and those are their notable wins. This could be very interesting. 
because Illinois, while they are not very good on BPI rank, they have also beat some very good teams. Arkansas has not beaten the same level caliber teams that Illinois has. So I think that could be a really interesting game. The next notable game I'm going to talk about is this Auburn and Iowa game. Now, same thing about the Illinois and Arkansas game. This is going to be a very, very close game. As I don't think this game will be a blowout at all. It'll be interesting. So for this Iowa-Auburn game, Iowa is 19-3. and Points per game they allow are 74.4. Versus top 25 teams, they're 3-2. and BPI ranking is 32nd. In conference, they're 11-9, and and they score about 80.2 points per game. Auburn is 20-12. They allow 67.1 points per game. Versus top 25 opponents, they are 2-3. In BPI ranking, they are 27th. Conference, 10-8. And And points per game they score is 72.7. Iowa's notable wins, they beat Indiana twice. They beat Iowa State by 19. They beat Michigan State once. They beat Illinois by 2, and they beat Maryland by 14. Auburn's notable wins, they beat Texas once, they beat Arkansas once, they beat Northwestern by 1. These teams are almost evenly matched. Auburn has the advantage on defense. They play a little bit better defense than Iowa does, but Iowa does score more points than them. Versus top 25 opponents, they are both about even. Their BPI rank is about even. Their conference wins and losses are just about even. This is going to be, I'd say, the most even match of day one. It's going to be a very, very fun, interesting match. I really couldn't give you a winner or a loser out of that game because it's to be so close. And last game of the Thursday games would be my Penn State-Texas A&M game. This is going to be a really, really interesting matchup because Texas A&M made the SEC championship and Penn State made the Big Ten championship. Both played really well in their games both have surprised a lot of people. Now, Texas A&M was obviously the better team. Penn State had no business being in the Big Ten Championship, but they made it. They played great. It all matters for Penn State on Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett is this dominant player for them. He's averaging 17.9 points per game. He's averaging 7.3 rebounds per game. And he's averaging 6.7 assists per game. He is the leader in all three categories for Penn State is going to go as far as Jalen Pickett can take them. Jalen Pickett has been very dominant in their games against Purdue. And the reason I am reading this is because Jalen Pickett is such a big key factor to his team. Now, he wasn't very effective against Purdue. He had only had 11 points. He had four assists and six rebounds. If he'd have played a little bit better up to his normal caliber play, then they might have actually beat Purdue. But against Indiana... In the game before, Jalen Pickett had 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists on 9-19 from the field from 1-3 from 3-point range. Like I said, Penn State will go as far as Jalen Pickett can take him. If Jalen Pickett does show up that first game, it will matter. Texas A&M is more of an even-round team. They did get blown out, however, by Alabama in the SEC Championship game, but Alabama is a very, very, very good team, and they are favorite right now to win the entire thing. So to talk about Texas A&M and Penn State. Texas A&M is allowing 66.2 points per game. They are 4-1 versus top 25 teams. BPI rank is 15th. Conference wins are 15-3. Points per game, 73.2.
Notable wins. They beat Alabama once. They beat Tennessee once. They beat Arkansas twice. They beat Auburn twice. And they beat Missouri twice. For Penn State, points allowed, 68.4. Top versus top 25, 3-3. BPI rank is 49th. Conference is 10-10. and And their points per game is 72.3. They beat Illinois twice in notable wins. Maryland once, Indiana twice, and Northwestern twice. So like I said, for Penn State, Jalen matters. Jalen is going to be the leader, and he has to show up for them to win. Jalen Pickett's going to be a big deal for them. But for Texas A&M, this might be, I wouldn't say an easy win, but if they can lock up Jalen Pickett and stop this Penn State offense, they definitely have a chance to win this thing. That is the wrap-up of day one highlight games that I think are going to be really, really impressive. Friday's games, we have some pretty good games here. The first game I will talk about, it is the second game of the day. Oh yeah, if, if you want to tune in to the Illinois-Arkansas game, it's at 4.30 on TBS, and the Auburn-Iowa game is at 6.50 on TNT. And the final game with Penn State and Texas A&M that I talked about is at 9.55 on TBS on Thursday night. So for Friday, the second game of the day is at 12.15 on CBS. Number 10 USC versus number 7 Michigan State. I think this is going to be a fairly even game. Both teams are okay. They played decently this season. USC, I think, has gotten, like, he is not appreciated as much because UCLA and Arizona are dominating that conference. I thought USC was a pretty good team this year, and I thought them getting rated at 10 was a little high for them for having a 22 and 10 record. I thought that was pretty impressive. Michigan State, 19 and 12. Pretty fairly good opponent. I will read off their stats. For Michigan State, they're allowing 67.4 points per game versus top 25 opponents. They're 4-4. Four and four. BPI rank is 37th. Conference win-loss record is 11-8. and eight. And they are scoring 70.2 points per game. Their notable wins, they've beaten Kentucky by 9, Indiana once, Maryland by 5, beat Iowa, Iowa once, and beat Penn State by by nine. For USC, they are allowing 67.3 points per game, so about the same amount of points they're allowing versus top 25. They are two and four, however, for BPI rank 54th. Conference, though, when lost, they are 14 and six, and points per game, scoring about 72.8 points per game, two more points than Michigan State. For notable wins, they've beaten UCLA once, Auburn by three, Arizona State twice, and those are their notable wins. Now, it is impressive that they beat UCLA since UCLA is a top team in the country. This is going to be an interesting close matchup, my prediction. Stats are almost even. It's going to be a really competitive matchup, and I think that is going to be a top game to watch for the first round on Friday. This one is going to surprise a lot of people to why I think it's going to be a good game. But the UConn versus Iona. These teams are about even. Now UConn has been picked by a lot of people to make the Final Four. Because they are very, very deep. They have length. They can shoot the basketball. 
they're a pretty good team this year, and they've crushed some pretty good teams this year that we were surprised about. So UConn is twenty five and eight. Iona is twenty seven and seven. Iona plays in a lesser conference, but I think they could be very very competitive in this game since nobody thinks they're going to win this game, and they might be able with Rick Pitino at the helm of Iona. They really might be able to shock somebody here. For Connecticut, the allowed points per game is sixty five flat. Versus top twenty five teams, they are three and five. Their PPI rank is sixth. Conference, they are 13-7 and seven in conference. And in points per game, they score 78.5 points per game. Now hear this. Iona, how many points they do they allow per game? 65 top versus top 25. They haven't played a top 25 team yet this year. BPI rank is 53rd. That's because they play in a lesser conference, and they have not played a top 25 team. In their own conference, they're 17-3. and three. They are also scoring... Is 76.4 points per game. Now, notable wins, it's going to be hard to talk about because Iona has not really had many notable wins. But for UConn, they beat Alabama by 15 points. They played Marquette three times and won once. They played Creighton twice, won once. They beat Iowa State by 18. They played Providence three times, won twice. And they beat Oklahoma State once by 10 points. Now, for Iona, I will mention their notable win. It was against Vermont, and they won by 21. Now, most people are going to be picking UConn for this game. Like I said, Rick Pitino's offense is very effective. And it's going to be a fun matchup to see a smaller school really take on a school that has somehow really become favored to be in the Final Four. I think that was it's going to be a very, very fun matchup, very offensive matchup. Definitely tune in if you want to watch that game. It'll be at 4.30 on TBS Friday. Another good game on Friday could be this FAU-Memphis game. They won their, Memphis won their conference. They beat the number one team in the country in Houston. FAU might be able to compete with them. This, like I said, this could be... A good matchup. FAU, like Iona, has not played a top 25 opponent this year. But their BPI ranks are almost similar. And their points per game are almost similar. So, I will read off the stats. Allowed points per game for Memphis, 71.9. Versus top 25 teams, they are 2-3. and three. BPI rank is 31st. Conference, 13-5. and five. Points per game... 79.8. Notable wins. They played Houston three times, won once. They beat Texas A&M by four and Auburn by nine. For FAU, they are allowing 65, point, 65 points per game. Top 25 opponents, like I said, haven't seen any. BPI rank, however, is 35th. Conference, they're 18-2, and two, and they are scoring 78.8 points per game. Now, they beat North Texas twice, UAB twice, Florida by two, and then they lost Ole Miss, which is one of their uh, also one of their notable matchups. Like I said, however, their BPI rankings between both teams are really close. This really could be surprising. FAU might be able to pull off an upset. These teams that don't seem like they're going to have a chance might be able to pull off something in a close matchup like that. That was going to be an interesting game for Friday. 
The last game I will talk about is going to be this NC State-Creighton game. Now, Creighton proved in their conference tournament. They played effectively well. Xavier, however, did beat them. But Creighton was looking good for a while, man. It, it, it's a close matchup. It definitely is a close matchup. BPI rank is a lot different. But for Creighton, they allow 68.5 points per game versus top 25. They're 5-7, and seven, so they've definitely seen a lot more top 25 teams. BPI rank is 11th. In their conference, they are 14-6, and six, and they score 76.6 points per game. Notable wins. They did beat UConn once. They beat Xavier once. They beat Arkansas by three. Won one game against Providence. And those are their notable wins for NC State. They're they are allowing 70.8 points per game versus top 25. They are 2-2. Two and two. BPI rank, however, is 46th. So that's a big deal when going up against a 11th BPI ranking in Creighton. In conference, they are 12-8. and eight. And they score 78.2 points per game. They beat Duke once. They beat Miami once. And they beat North Carolina once. So those are their notable wins. NC State might be able to put up a good fight in this game. Might be some interesting competition we'll see there. And those are my picks of notable games for round one. If you want to see the Creighton-NC State game. Friday at 4 p.m. on TNT. Now there's a lot of other good matchups. These games will go all day. They'll definitely be interesting. Please tune in to some March Madness. March Madness is definitely fun to watch. It's definitely the highlight of college basketball. If you're looking to get into college basketball, this is the perfect time. And cheer on your cheer on your school. Go Mountaineers, man. Let's get let's get it. Let's hope we can beat Maryland. Now the bad part is if we beat Maryland, we have to play Alabama. But let's just look into beat Maryland. Let's let's look to get to round two, and we'll see what we can do from there. Thank you for tuning in to round one previews of March Madness. Definitely going to be some more content come this week. We will talk about round two. I said we would talk about round two in Sunday's episode, and you will if you want to hear a preview of round two, please tune in to Sports Talk Saturdays with Matt DeLong. We will be covering the beginnings of round two, but today was the beginning of round one. There's a bunch of games round one. We don't really we don't know who's gonna make round two yet. But if you want to hear the coverage of round two, tune into Sports Talk Saturdays with Matt DeLong. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you for Friday's episode. Friday's episode will just be a normal episode about a different sport, nothing to do with March Madness. So we'll see you guys later.